Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, a slight tangent, the crappy quiz, and you had to be there. You have to be there, like, but I wish I wasn't there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe oh. to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. Hello and welcome to Thursday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with news of the Republic of Ireland women's team. 2023 is a massive one for Vera Powell's squad as they prepare to play at the World Cup for the first time. The FAI have announced that the girls in green will play China in a friendly as part of their preparations for the summer. China are currently 14th in the FIFA World Rankings. They won the Asian Cup last year. It'll be the first time the two countries have met, and the game will take place in Marbella on the 22nd of February. It'll conclude a 10-day training camp. Vera Powell's squad will also face Germany behind closed doors during that window. Marbella has been a regular setting for training camps for the squad. Ireland then have international camps in April and July before they head off for the World Cup, which takes place in Australia and New Zealand. All of Ireland's group games are in Australia, starting with that game in Sydney against the co-hosts Australia on the 20th of July. Canada and Nigeria are also in the group. Manchester City will be looking to bounce back from Saturday's derby defeat. The Premier League champions host Tottenham, who did the double over them last season including a 3-2 win at the Etihad. The 2-1 loss at Old Trafford was another away game against one of the big clubs that Erling Haaland failed to score in. The Norwegian didn't score at Anfield or Stamford Bridge either, yet he still has 21 league goals already this season. City have already lost three league games. They find themselves eight points behind leaders Arsenal. Don't forget Pep Guardiola's side still have to play Arsenal twice. The City boss was asked about Haaland and as well if he's still relaxed about the eight-point gap given how long there is to go in the season. We have been in this position many times in the past. Many, many times. And this is the first time we are there. On that point then, Pep, does that make you and the team pretty relaxed at the minute? Relaxed? Yeah. I've never been relaxed, even when I eight points in front. So, before a game or during the game, never. No, no. Just when you were talking about the fluidity of the team, is it a case of you're still trying to learn how best to play with Erling Haaland or like, likewise him learn best how to play within the, the City squad? We have played really good with him. So it's not about that. So what I'm saying to play better, to create more chances, is to provide balls to him or for the other strikers as much as possible. This is what they have to work with. That game at the Etihad kicks off at eight. John Stones and Ruben Diaz are available for City. Tottenham midfielder Rodrigo Bentancourt may feature. He's recovered from the injury that he picked up during the World Cup. Richarlison came off the bench against Arsenal. He might be in line for a start. Speaking of Arsenal, their next game is against Manchester United on Sunday. United are the only team to be the Gunners in the league this season. Casemiro won't be available for United. He picked up a yellow card in last night's one-all draw away to Crystal Palace. It was a costly last 10 minutes for United. They obviously conceded an injury time equaliser as well. United boss Eric Ten Hag was quick to point out United beat Arsenal in September without Casemiro and he says he didn't consider leaving them out last night. Uh, this game was important. Eh? Um, every game is important and every game in the Premier League is um, is a top game. Um, so um, the second is um, uh, Casemiro is obviously a really important player for us and he's one of the reasons that we are in a position where we are now and eh? that's Casemiro but also Last time we beat Everton, of Everton uh, Arsenal without Casemiro, and so we have a squad, and so we have to fill that gap and uh, make a proper plan, and the squad have to um, have to fill it and make sure uh, that there is a team uh, um, we already showed how to beat Arsenal.
The midfield at Old Trafford that day for the 3-1 win in September was a two of McTominay and Eriks and then Sancho Fernandes and Anthony were behind Rashford. Andy Mitten from United We Stand was on OTBAM earlier on. He talked about the options for Ten Hag at the Emirates, including a potential comeback for McFred. Fred can do a really good man-marking job. Arsenal's midfield is exceptional. I thought Arsenal were brilliant at Old Trafford. You know, in the, the game that they lost, I was mm. really impressed by them. Um, McTominay offers um, uh, different qualities as well. I think it needs players like Christian Eriksen to, to step up and, and be at the best. Uh, Lissandro Martinez, it was good for him behind the midfield to have a first start in post-World Cup at Palace. Raphael Franz, one of the best defenders in the world. So those players have got to add a little bit more to make up for the shortfall of Casemiro. Um, McFred, it, it, it puts dread into some Manchester United fans, but every squad needs players like that, really. And I've seen them have, both of them have very good games against very good teams. And as I said earlier, I hope they're stung into people thinking that they're not good enough and that, that they get man of the match. Leeds boss Jesse Marsh, rubbish reports of unrest in the squad after last night's emphatic 5-2 win over Cardiff in the FA Cup third round replay. There was a sense it was a must-win for Marsh given their poor form of late in the Premier League. But they made the perfect start with a stunning goal from Wilfred Nyanto. The Italian youngster scored twice. Patrick Bamford also got two goals. So Leeds will play Accrington Stanley or Boreham Wood in the fourth round. They're two points above the relegation zone in the Premier League. Next up is Brentford on Sunday. They also have games against Forest, United, Everton and Southampton in the next five weeks. Some crucial games in there. And Marsh was asked about the players being against him. Some of the players are against me is just awful. It's just awful. We are united. We are together. We are doing everything we can as a group. We are all harboring the responsibility, especially me, and we believe in ourselves and we know we're going to get better. It's as you were at the top of the Scottish Premiership. Champion Celtic still nine points ahead of Rangers following last night's games. Celtic won 4-0 at home to St Mirren. Rangers recovered from conceding an early goal to win 3-2 away to Kilmarnock. Hearts consolidated third place with a 5-0 hammering of Aberdeen. Celtic manager Ange Postecoglou says the team spirit is one of the big reasons for their impressive domestic form. That's the key thing for me when I look at it. They're all contributing, they're all training well and um, that's the key for me. If that continues to happen, then uh, yeah, we're in a good space. Man that played for Celtic, Mick McCarthy, the former Ireland captain and former Ireland manager. Could he be on his way back into management? McCarthy is the favourite to become the next boss of Blackpool, who sacked Michael Appleton yesterday. The club's in the relegation zone and the championship. McCarthy, 63 now, has been out of work since October 2021 after leaving Cardiff. A few Irish players on the books at Blackpool. Former Shamrock Rovers defender Andy Lyons made his first team debut earlier this month. Irish international CJ Hamilton, also part of the Blackpool squad. Some transfer news for you today. West Ham have signed Danny Ings from Aston Villa. The former Liverpool, Southampton and Burnley striker makes the move for £15 million. Reports that Leandro Trossard will make the move from Brighton to Arsenal. The Gunners missed out on Mihaila Mudrik, but Trossard, a Belgian international, would be a nice option for Mikel Arteta to have. The starting eleven for Arsenal picks itself pretty much these days, but the squad does lack a little bit of depth. Newcastle have confirmed that Loris Karius will remain with the club until the end of the season. The former Liverpool goalkeeper initially joined the Magpies on a short-term deal in September. There was an option to extend his St. James's Park stay until June 2023. 
Real Madrid and Barcelona are back from Saudi Arabia after Real's win in the Spanish Super Cup on Sunday. Both play in the Copa del Rey tonight. Real are away to Villarreal at eight. Barca go to Sueta for a half seven kickoff. Real Betis won the Copa del Rey final on penalties last season, but the holders went out in spot kicks last night at the hands of Osasuna. Another game to keep an eye on in Spain this evening. It's the meeting of Barcelona. It's the meeting of Barcelona and Real Madrid in the Women's Spanish Super Cup. That game in Merida is at the earlier time of half five. And Inter beat AC Milan 3-0 in the Italian Super Cup final last night. That game was in Riyadh. DeMarco, Dzeko and Lataro Martinez scored the goals for Inter. Some will say it's only the Super Cup, but AC Milan haven't been in great form since the resumption of the season after the World Cup. Meanwhile, Juventus are among those in action tonight in the Coppa Italia. First game since they were hammered 5-1 by Napoli and Juve are at home to Monza. That's it for Thursday's Football Daily. I'll be back with more tomorrow. You can subscribe to the OTB Football Podcast feed to hear the best football analysis, interviews and stories from off the ball.